Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Okay, how are you doing today? I'm so excited. I fly to Sun Valley, Idaho later on today to see my oldest best friend, oldest bestest friend. We met when I was 13 years old when I moved to Chicago from Jamaica. And fast forward 10 years to the age of 23, she was living in San Francisco. I was in London and I came to visit her in San Francisco on a 10-day vacation and I never left. Yeah, I love my home and life here in San Francisco. We'll have a weekend of chatting nonstop, hiking, and just being together in the mountains with her dogs. Hashtag heaven. In last week's episode, I talked about the belief so many of you have of, quote, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough, fit enough. The list is long. This is also called scarcity thinking. So if, if this sounds like you, I suggest you listen to episode 47, I'm not enough first to understand how to get to that place of feeling like you are smart, fit, and everything else enough. The thinking of I am and have enough is also called abundance. So tackle that topic first and then dive into this podcast. I love Oprah Winfrey and one of her wise quotes is, quote, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Boom. I 100% agree with her. And this is a great thesis for today's session. So today we're talking about Oprah's wise quote and wanting more in your life, but making sure that you want from a place of abundance. So what does that mean? That means wanting from a place of, I have so much already in my life and I want more. I want to keep going. I know that you want more for yourself and your life or else you wouldn't be listening to my podcast. And there's something very critical that I want to teach today that will completely change how you feel immediately when it comes to this topic. So first, I want to talk about your wants and state clearly that it is important not to be critical and judge your wants. Maybe you want some big milestones in your life, like to become an entrepreneur or decorate your home in a way you love that reflects the uniqueness of you or have more money in the bank. Or maybe you want some smaller ticket items, like to go on a cool weekend vacation or buy that new Apple product or that new outfit. You are 100% worthy of 
all your wants, big and small. No guilt here, please. One of the things that I know for sure of the experience of being human is that being with ourselves means being with our brain. And our primitive puppy brain will tell us that we're not enough, that we're not really lovable, we're not really capable, we don't really deserve what we want, a whole negative shit show. And this part of our brain has a really shitty talk track that we should feel bad for having wants. And it's all a lie, by the way. But I also know that none of that is true and that we can choose a different way to be with ourselves. And when you're able to be with yourself and understand that you are complete, 100% lovable, 100% enough, and you don't have to feel guilty about anything you want, feeling guilty that you have something in your life when someone else doesn't, does not serve you. You likely won't be able to do great things in your life when you feel guilt. Guilt comes from a place of scarcity. So a big reason wants get a bad rap is because typically people want things from lack. And that feels terrible. So please don't do this. This is the most important lesson of this podcast. I want to teach you how to want from abundance instead of wanting from lack. So wanting from lack sounds like I want to lose weight because I don't like the way I look. I hate my body. I want to make more money because I don't think I have enough money in the bank. I want to get married because if I'm single, it means that there's something wrong with me. Or it could be something as small as I want to move to a better home because I don't like my current one. It's not nice enough. So it's wanting something new and different and better because you don't think what you currently have is enough. It's not good enough. And when you want from lack, it feels terrible. It feels like something's missing. It feels like you're not enough. Sometimes it feels like insecurity or shame or guilt. When we want from lack, typically we are comparing what we have to someone else. So think about when you look at someone else's body, are you thinking, oh, her body is rocking and mine isn't, so I need to fix mine stat. Or someone else's relationship and thinking that they have the perfect relationship. And so that's what I want. My relationship isn't as strong as theirs. Usually when we get the idea of lack is when we compare ourselves to others. If we're not comparing, we may not even realize that ours isn't good enough. So for example, you may think, I love my home. And then you see someone else's home and you think, oh, mine's actually not that great. I want a bigger, cooler home. I want it to be cooler because mine just isn't as good as I once thought. So we do this all the time and we compare ourselves to others. And then we want more from a place of thinking that ours or who we are isn't good enough. And then this is very important because what happens next is we get in this mad rush to change it. We get in a rush to achieve our goals and it feels very urgent, almost like a neediness or a desperation. We're always in a hurry. So if you're in a really big hurry to achieve your goals, it's usually from a place of lack. And why is this a problem you're asking me right now? Because you're probably thinking, Sarah, I like to go fast and achieve my goals. Well, my friends, it's a problem because how you feel on the way to where you're going, stressed, anxious, you name it, is how you're going to feel when you get there, when you get to the goal completion line. Yes, I know, right? And the good news is your thoughts always create your feelings. So when you achieve something, you will only feel different if you have different thoughts. The achievement doesn't actually change your thinking. I know, newsflash, right? So if you want to lose 10 pounds and you do lose 10 pounds, the next thing is, well, maybe your brain's like, I want to lose five more pounds. 
And then you lose the five pounds and then you think, wait, I have flab everywhere. I need to add some muscle next. And the treadmill of things you want to fix about yourself keeps rolling. This is holding on to the scarcity thinking of I'm not enough. So you see how if you want more from this place of my body's not enough, you want from that place of lack and you end up creating more lack. So this all goes back to the fact that your thoughts create your reality and your results. What you focus on expands. So if you think your body's not good enough, you can go about changing it all kinds of ways to Sunday, but you will likely feel terrible because you haven't addressed your thoughts about your body. And when you haven't addressed your thoughts about your body, you will only just find new ways to not like your beautiful body. And this applies to money and your career and your relationships. It applies to everything in life, your home, everything. So think about what it is that you think now and think about what it is that you want more of. So ask yourself, do you want more in your life from a place of lack, a feeling of scarcity of not enough? a feeling of I am or this is not enough? This is the critical question. If you are, the solution is to want from a feeling of love and appreciation of what you already have. And this is definitely not something we're taught to do, but it is life changing. When you feel love, gratitude, and appreciation for for what you already have, and you create more from a place of having enough, you feel peaceful and happy along the way to what you want next in your life. So it's thinking like, I love my body and I want to get really fit. Or I love my home and I'm excited for the next chapter of a home. Or I love my group of friends and I would love to another bestie who I can share outdoor experiences with. Or I love my life and I want to add a partner to it. I see that last one a lot with people who want to meet someone or get married. And this used to be me, y'all. There's a sense that they are incomplete and their life is incomplete. And that by adding a partner to it, somehow their life is complete and they're more worthy. And the opposite is true. You have to love your life first and then want to add a partner to it. Same thing with money. I love and appreciate the money I have and I want to create more. So practice liking your body liking your money, liking everything first. So you can change how you feel about your body and its fitness level. You can appreciate the body that you have and want to be more fit. This is a practice of being content with what you have and truly appreciating it and then wanting to grow from there. And it's so important that you get this concept. I was coaching someone in the Rockstar program a few weeks ago and she wondered, hey, Sarah, when is it enough? whatever, around fitness, money, all the things. And my answer was, it's enough right now. And then she asked, well, then when are you just content, supposed to be content in life, you know, around how much, how fit you are, how much money you have. And my answer was, uh, right now. So the secret is to feel fulfilled and content first, and then want and grow from that feeling of I have enough and I am enough. I love growing, of course, and you all probably love growing because you're listening to this podcast. And so I love thinking I'm shifting belief in myself. I'm growing and this is all for fun. So for me, growth is about pushing the edges of your comfort zone so you can just love your life even more. 
So here's a question for you. Would you ever quit working out? Not this girl, y'all. I love my hit classes at my gym Equinox. Is achieving your physical strength ever complete? The answer is never, right? You always need consistent exercise in your life, even when you're 90 or 100 years old. It will be a different routine than today, of course, but you'll still do something. The same is true for your brain. You need to give it a good workout daily. Manage those thoughts in that primitive puppy brain of yours that is guaranteed to go to the worst case scenario daily of I'm not enough, I don't have enough, all the things. And remember, y'all, life is 50-50. So expect every day to feel good and hard. And sometimes life hands you really hard stuff like a romantic relationship ends, you name it. And so this is the time to feel the feelings of sadness, to feel your feelings. And if you can accept the 50-50 of each day and life, you can feel at peace in your life and feel like it is enough now. Life is good now and I want more. Yes. And if this sounds kind of hard right now, that's okay. You're in the right place. Remember, the last time you tried to learn a new skill, this is just like learning a new skill. It's going to be hard at first. Remember, you're just not used to doing it yet, and that's okay. So start with something easy in your life, one part of your life, and then it becomes a habit, and then you can apply it to all parts of your life. So the first exercise I would suggest doing is to make a list of the things that you want that you already have. So my list would look like, I want a dog. I want a condo in San Francisco. I want to be an entrepreneur. And there's something very powerful about wanting what you already have. When I say I want to be an entrepreneur, I feel very empowered. It feels like it's go time. It's so cool. So look at your life and make a list of things that you want that you already have and notice how you fall into a place of love and appreciation. I want to get married. I want to have a family. I want to live in this home. And then you just go, go, go and make a list of all the things that you want that you already have. You're training your brain to create the feeling of enoughness and abundance, and it feels really good. So from a place of wanting what you already have, then you can want what you don't yet have from a place of love and appreciation. So let's look at the example of our bodies. This exercise is to practice thinking, I love my body. I'm so glad that I have a body. I've taken care of it. I feed it healthy foods and I'm excited to work with a personal trainer to get it in shape instead of, I hate my stomach, my body's not good enough, so I need a trainer to fix it. When you want from lack, there is this sense that you're not enough and what you have isn't enough and it feels really bad. And even though you think that the achieving of the thing that you will want will create enoughness, it never does. You always want more from that place of not enough. Meaning if you wanted to get in better shape from a place of hating your body, you would come up with another reason to hate your body. Once you lost a few pounds or got super fit, it would be something else. Trust me. Just as Oprah says, what you think you just create more of, it's just a thought pattern. And when you get in the habit of wanting from a place of having enough, it feels really good to want and there isn't a rush to get there. And the whole point of wanting is just expand your life to grow, to push the edges of your comfort zone. I'm helping so many women in the Rockstar program and I can't wait to help more. And this thinking is not from a place of needing to prove myself or my worth. You and I are already worthy and doing more does not change that. I truly believe this. 
And I think it's such a useful thought and idea to know that all humans are 100% worthy. So from that place of worthiness and wholeness, you get to decide what you want to do with your life. Yes. You get to feel content and to want more in your life just because you want it. Just because having money is fun and wanting that amazing wedding and getting married is fun. And you want to change and grow and see what's possible for your life and help others do the same. It's a freeing way to live. It makes life really easy and fun. So when you look at your wants, ask yourself, are you wanting from a place of love and appreciation for what you already have in that area of your life? Are you wanting from, I'm enough, this is enough? Or are you coming from a place of comparing, despairing, and feeling like it's not enough? Here's an exercise for you this week. Make a list of wanting what you already have. Once this feels really real in your body, practice wanting new things and experiences in your life because you want them from a place of loving what you already have. And most importantly, from a place of knowing that you are more than enough and that you have enough. Okay. I love you all. And if you want help feeling like you're more than enough in all parts of your life and that you can want more from this place, come and join me and the cohort of amazing women in the Rockstar program. Okay. And thanks for leaving a five-star review on iTunes and fingers crossed you're the $100 Amazon gift card winner this week. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.